now that we are seeing increased cases of coronavirus in the UK, what can we do about it and what should we do to help ourselves? It's becoming increasingly obvious that this virus is spreading quite rapidly. It's not to say that it's unstoppable, far from it. Uh, we need to take our own individual actions to ensure that we are all as safe as we can from an infection from the virus. So what we are seeing at the moment is a very uh, rapidly moving um, a very rapidly moving situation. No one really knows what is going on and I think the government themselves don't know what's going on. Um, it's a reaction uh, to what is happening rather than being proactive about what we should be doing. And although we're seeing um, information uh, are now on a regular basis regarding updates from the chief scientific officer and the chief medical officer uh, it's becoming increasingly obvious that um, there are actions that the government should and should be taking that it isn't that doesn't make sense and there's some actions that it is making which doesn't make sense so let's try and think about the actions that do make sense so the advice is to wash your hands and it's pretty basic stuff you know if you go to a, to the men's toilet and in a station or outside somewhere don't do what you normally do and i see it all the time in men's toilets they come out of the cubicle they go to the taps they put their hands on the taps get a bit of water underneath them rub their hands and off they go please use a bit of common sense from now on use the soap provided wash your hands properly because it's not only you that's going to affect it's going to affect everyone else so don't be dumb wash your hands simple things like we've been told that the virus can re remain on surfaces from anything from a couple of hours to 12 hours so there's been a huge increase in the amount of hand gel which people have been buying and panic buying as usual and it's left everyone else with no hand gel and so real and gloves don't protect you from from the virus so it is really important that if you're in a situation say you're on public transport and you have to you get out of your seat and you go hold on to one of the one to the poles and go and get yourself uh, off the bus when you get home wash your hands and something that only occurred to me the other day we talking to my sister was the fact that we have these little these little um hand gel dispensers in our pockets in our handbags and what we don't do is we don't disinfect those we take it out put some gel in our hands put it back in and put it back into a pocket and really when you get home get some wipes and disinfect that bottle because that's got germs on it as well so there's a few things you can do and above all sort of above all eat healthily as much as you can make sure you get some fruit and some fresh vegetables and stuff down down you keep yourself uh, and maintain a healthy um balanced diet if you do go out just just go out and just do what you do normally but you know just take a few precautions and nothing's 100 percent um, certain in this life so just just do what you can now the 
there's been some talk about people being isolated for four months. That's just not going to work. It's going to be a nightmare for people. Um, I tried to do an online de delivery for food last week and all the slots were taken up. So I had to order what I'm going to have delivered this week, last week. So the food retailers are going to have to step up their deliveries. And, you know, unfortunately, it means that sometimes you're going to have to go out and get your own food and just be sensible about it. Don't panic buy, which is what we're seeing at the moment. People panic buying toilet rolls, for them's sake. You know, why do you need 10 packs of 18 toilet rolls or something or other? Just calm down. You know, I can understand people wanting to have some cleaning products and stuff like that. That's fine. I can understand that, you know. But please don't panic buy. You know, it's it's it's, it's ridiculous. When all you're doing, you spend far too much money on stuff. And just, it'll, it'll still get the stuff. And yes, there's a bit of a backlog on hand gel because... Well, they don't expect to send, sell that much hand gel, so they're going to have to manufacture some. But if we're all sensible in what we do and how we shop, there'll be enough for everyone. So please, stop panicking and calm down. Now, what is the government not doing right? As I said about, the, about four, four months isolation, I think that's ridiculous. Um, I think they've also not done themselves any favours by talking about herd immunity and i understand this is a this is, this is a scientific fact that over 60 percent of the population gets the virus and it becomes less of a problem now i get that and i understand that and that's the case for a lot of a, a lot of conditions such as measles mumps and rubella for instance but what we're not getting from the government is clear advice that's accurate I'd sooner them have no, there's this situation where they want, people want updates every single day. Well, I don't think you can do that all the time. And because all, all you're doing is basically having a, saying how many people have been infected, how many people have died. That, it will come out anyway, but it's not something, you know, people want to hear really. There's a 24 hour news cycle that we've got now with, you know, where they're pushing coronavirus and talking about it and talking about it and talking about it because there's no sport on, there's no activities going on, there's going to be less gatherings of 500 people or more will be banned. So you're going to get all this situation and people are going to go absolutely spare because there's nothing to do. And the last thing they want to see on their TV screen or on their radio, or listen to on radio, is some idiot who knows nothing about the situation, some normal political commentator or whatever talking about the coronavirus as if they're i've got a degree in immunology you know it's ridiculous we want to see, what we need to see now are programs that take our mind off the virus by all means on the news early news put an update on fine great if there's a specific thing that has happened that is, you know, whether it's good or bad, that we need to know, fine, I get that. But please don't do what the media normally does. 
and they get hold of this and they'll make this into a 24-hour news cycle both the papers both the web-based newspaper newspapers and tv and radio and all you're going to do is piss people off and they'll turn off because if you repeat something over and over and over and over again you what you're going to get is people ignoring it because you, you're spending so much time on it that people they'll just switch off no matter what you say they'll switch off and in this sort of circumstances you don't want that to happen so be don't be thick get back to normal programming whatever that is and i understand for some some um radio stations and tv stations who are heavily into sport that's a problem well for five live shut it down take it off air there's no point it being there if all it's going to do is 24 hour news cycle of coronavirus take it off air completely pay people the wages but take it off air things like sky sports with, with the rugby the rugby's been cancelled the football's been cancelled all the ones being cancelled there's quite a lot of sports and horse racing quite a lot of sports have been cancelled so just cease broadcasting and i'm done with it you know because why should people pay paid for something they're not getting so cease it and let's get let's have some ordinary programming it's no wonder people are going away from the traditional traditional broadcasters and going to netflix or amazon prime or apple plus tv or the new disney plus service they're going to that because they can pick and choose what they want what they want they don't have some inane idiot who's got the right-wing talk host or something spouting about how great the government's doing their job and patently aren't nobody wants to see that anymore so my advice to all those media outlets is to is to calm yourselves down and start producing content that people want to watch and i know it's a bit more difficult maybe for newspapers but they don't have to put the coronavirus on the front page. They could put something else on the front page and have a section dedicated in the back of the newspaper for those updates. So the first thing you're not seeing on the newspaper when you don't open it is a death toll ticker and a, and a, a ticker for the number of cases in the UK. You know, we don't want to see that. So sort yourselves out. Now, what else could the government be doing? Well, for instance, it could be instead of paying private hospitals all those of money to take over their bed spaces but they should requisition them and not pay for that because this is a, a national emergency it's not like there's a there's a need for certain operations and we're using the private we were going to be using the private sector for those operations so we paid them that's fine but this is a national emergency so therefore we shouldn't be paying for those beds secondly there's loads of office space in all over this country that is empty and there's no reason whatsoever that we can't make makeshift accommodation in some of these offices for people who are homeless, take them off the streets, give them somewhere to live, where it's warm, where it's decent, where they've got a bed, somewhere to stay, somewhere to shower and get themselves clean and cook and have some support for them as well. And if we do have to have uh, more uh, intensive care beds, then let's get them set up in abandoned offices them set up let's set, make sure there's oxygen lines in there let's get manufacturing back up and running for the for the um, equipment that we need to use for resuscitation and let's put those in these offices which are empty and the government can do that 
in a national emergency, the government can do whatever it wants. Now, I totally disagree with this notion that's come out about giving the police powers about arresting corona victims if they're in the, on the street. Because how do you know they have, they have the virus? So how can you arrest somebody if you don't know they've got the virus? If you're saying martial law where you've got to stay indoors and you're only open, you can only shop between these hours, you can only be active for these hours, that's a different matter. Still a bad place to be for this country. So there's a balancing act that government got to have here. And I, I've got no confidence whatsoever in Boris Johnson and the way he's, he's handled this at all. I think he's been abysmal. Now, no one's going to have a handle on this in the first few days and weeks, or certainly the first week or so. And so he gets a bit of a free pass for that because it's something that, you know, happened. But he's been utterly abysmal. And Matt Hancock, Matt Hancock is, is an idiot, quite frankly. What he's doing running the NHS and social care is anyone's guess. It's thick as two short planks. He doesn't understand the health service at all. He is totally unsuitable for that position. And it's been shown time and time again over the past few weeks in the media. He does not know what he's doing. And if Boris Johnson was a good prime minister, he'd recognise that he is an idiot and sack him and get somebody in there who knows what they're doing. Even the past Secretary of State for Health and Social Care has come out and said that Matt Hancock is doing a poor job. And Jeremy Hunt wasn't the greatest health secretary in the world. So we look at the situation now and we think about what we're going to do going forward. So, one, don't panic. Don't panic by food or goods. Not fair to everyone. You're being selfish and you're being stupid. Two, wash your hands. There's no excuse now not to wash your hands. Three, if you've got someone in your family who's got a vulnerable condition, say asthma, or they've got um, COPD, or other life-threatening diseases such as cancer, then be very, very careful about how you look after them because you know they're in a very vulnerable condition and you need to take extreme care fourthly the way in which we treat our elderly population and people who are of disabilities will be key to the outcome of this current crisis let's show some compassion shall we let's stand up for them and when the government says there's got to be a four-month quarantine for those people let's fight against that because these people aren't getting any sort of services that's meeting their needs at the current moment in time with social care the way it is. So we've got to battle and fight for the government to actually put money into that, into social, social care. So if people, these people do have to isolate for a number of weeks, they're not forgotten about, because that's what's going to happen if we're not careful. It's going to be, oh, we're going to push all those people to one side and say, right, we, we want you to stay in those for four months. Some of those people won't be alive after, after those problems. And do we really want that to happen to our most vulnerable in our society? So we need to rail against that and we need to, we need to push Boris to make sure that he puts the investment in to helping those people. And us as a society, we need to set our, set our store out and help the most vulnerable in our society. So if you've got elderly people around you or vulnerable people around you in your flats or houses, Look after them. If you're going to do some shopping, ask them if they need any shopping. 
it's easier to shop for two as it is for one. Even if it's just little bits, you know, some fresh fruit, some, some fresh meat, and you know, whatever it, whatever it may be, look after everyone. And fifthly, hopefully, by being sensible, we'll get to the summer months and we'll have some respite from this virus because apparently it is uh, it doesn't like heat so hopefully by may or june we'll be able to all come together go out and do things that we want to do and let's not forget about the vulnerable in our society once this is over let's not say oh i did great i helped people but we don't help people afterwards make this a turning point for the country where we once again we build our communities and look after one another because that's where we're stronger together as a community and on our own and being selfish so let's all be careful out there let's do the right things and we will get through this mm -hmm.